Disability Doctors, and today we are talking about asthma, and if I start breathing, breathing a little heavy, getting short of breath, I am excited about talking about this, but it could also be asthma. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's talk about asthma. Um, yeah, almost, almost everybody's heard of asthma. You've all had a friend who's had asthma, you've had asthma, you've had a brother who had asthma. Most people, when they get asthma, they get it as kids, and so we see it a lot. Um, we don't, uh, we, we don't really diagnose asthma anymore in, in younger people like that. We call it reactive airway disease because so many people outgrow it. And asthma's kind of got a negative stigma to it. But, you know, you normally see the guy who's wheezing and they have to take out an inhaler and take a couple puffs. I think you might be too young. I, I don't think you've seen Goonies. Maybe you have seen Goonies. Maybe you're yeah. old enough to see Goonies. I don't know. But anyways. That's when I saw asthma when I was a kid. I was like, why does that guy keep puffing on that inhaler? Yeah, I always, you know, <laughs> pictured the the you know the kid with big glasses, yeah, yeah. right, and he's got the po you know the pocket protector and the, and the, yeah. the inhaler in there. But and I think that uh, that's you know uh, I don't know why there's a negative. Such I, a negative I don't know why behind, But uh, I've seen a lot of people in the military, you know, not have asthma as, as a child, but as an adult, you know, yeah. due to certain exposures that are a lot more common with military yeah. members then develop it. Yeah, so. which, is, which is usually what happens, because when you have childhood asthma, the military will try to screen you and keep you out of the military. So normally the patient population that we see, maybe they had reactive airway disease or asthma when they were a kid, but they haven't used an inhaler for like 10 years. So the majority of the people when we're talking about asthma, it developed while they were on active duty because we, we kind of screen and, and, you know, and select for people who have not had asthma before in the past. Um, lots of different problems, you know, that, that we get it, uh, um, exposure to certain chemicals, exposure to certain, uh, certain dust, uh, certain allergens. I, uh, I, I did know somebody that, that I did a claim for and they were from uh, Mississippi, I believe, uh, and had never had, never left the state of Mississippi before and got stationed in Japan where they have all the cherry blossoms and mm -hmm. stuff like that and didn't even know they were allergic to cherry blossoms and now they have allergies and they started having wheezing and they started having different problems and so had to get evaluated for asthma and, and ended up having asthma, so. Yeah, I think we see adult onset asthma a lot yeah. more in the military population because of the nature of, you know, military PCSing and, you know, I think the normal person doesn't move around every yeah. two or three years to a totally different geographic environment and yeah. also yeah. the exposure like burn pits and all yeah. the exposure that you get in the, might be uh, exposed to in the military yeah. but you're not. In and I don't know if you ever lived on housing, but I, I, we lived at Fort Rucker uh, when we got married and we lived in uh, officer housing when I was there at flight school. Uh, not always the best places that we live in, um, you know. So, so now you've got, you know, not only do you have like in, environmental stuff that's outside, but inside the houses too. You know, you, you get mold and you get dust and you get insects and you get lots of different things that, that people have. So, just the nature of being in the military, we get exposed to a lot of this stuff, you know. And and then too, you know, just your job, you know, being around JPA, being around different uh, different things burning um, and on the flight line and, and you know in the hangar you're gonna come across this stuff. And so a lot of people get triggered with adult onset asthma. So what we see is, is usually somebody will say, I think I have asthma or I'm having a problem breathing or I'm having a cough or I'm having something going on. And what we normally do is we do something called a pulmonary function test, a PFT. Why don't you tell me a little bit about PFTs? Well, uh, pulmonary function test, uh, test your pulmonary function. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. yeah, the way the way it works basically is uh, there are holes that you breathe into, and there's 
uh, certain lung volumes and measurements yeah. that that are measured, uh, and you know they get plotted on a graph, and yeah. we look at it, and there are certain criteria to that you have to meet in order to be diagnosed with, yeah. you know, asthma or restrictive lung disease. Yeah. Uh, and you know, just because you don't meet those exact criteria doesn't yeah. mean you have some sort of condition. Yeah, right? yeah. So, and what we'll see a lot of the times too is is that uh, um, you know, even if you don't have an official diagnosis of asthma, like if we didn't do a pulmonary function test or we didn't do something, and if you have a job where you're not on flight status or you're not on dive status, a lot of the times we'll we'll give somebody an inhaler because they've got bronchitis or they've mm -hmm. got something, and they they feel better uh, for it. So, you know. Not everything that wheezes is asthma, right. uh, but the pulmonary function test it usually does a pretty good job of, of, of you know kind of narrowing that on down. And I think the VA does pulmonary function tests pretty much nonstop um, for disability evaluations. Mm -hmm. I think it's booked like twenty four seven. It seems like we do pulmonary function tests for COPD, for emphysema. We do it for asthma. We do it for lots of different stuff. So if you think you have a condition, the VA will schedule it and we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, and, and there's a bunch of different you know types of asthma or triggers for asthma, right? Like some people just have exercise-induced mm -hmm. asthma, right? So if you think you have any breathing problems, you wheeze, anything like that, you know, go see your doctor. Pulmonary yeah. function tests are important. And, and over time, uh, things can get worse. So definitely yeah. go see your doctor for that. And, and, and asthma is one of those things, too, that can be usually pretty well controlled. Uh, you know, for the, for the vast majority of people, they have, they have uh, different medications that you can take orally. They have different types of inhalers. They even have, um, you know, these different mists that you use. There are lots of different things that they can do. The problem with, with asthma, though, is, is uh, um, there are certain populations uh, aviation happens to be one of them for sure where you do not want to disclose that you have asthma or that you think you might have asthma and so um, sometimes people will just take an inhaler that their kid has or their wife has or, or whatever asthma needs to be controlled it needs to be treated over time that asthma causes different different changes and different inflammation and scarring in the lungs and so it does need to get evaluated and so uh, what I would what I think most people don't understand too is is that it's both being far, uh, former flight surgeons you actually can fly with certain amounts of asthma mm -hmm. there are certain things out there so I, most of the veteran population they're already out of the military so that's not not a, not a case but um, but you definitely want to get your asthma looked at and evaluated. Don't suffer in silence on that. Right. And so, um, when we ask you, when we when we have a claim about um, about asthma, we're going to ask you a couple different questions, like how did it how did it start? What kind of symptoms are you having now? Are you taking any medication? And and you know, there's different types of medications. Uh, you know, how does it impact your work is the big one, the functional impact. And so um, certain, certain jobs are, are, are there. I, I do every now and then I hear, I hear somebody saying, well, because my asthma is so bad, I can't stand at work. And I'm like, well, can you go to Walmart then? Like, you know, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. Asthma definitely causes problems and stuff like that. But, but we've talked to this on multiple series. Don't oversell it. Don't undersell it. Just, you know, just tell us what's going on. Yeah, and there's vastly varying uh, degrees of severity uh, with asthma. And, you know, like some of the questions we're asking, you know, do you need daily uh, scheduled medications mm -hmm. for your asthma? You know, how often do you have to use a rescue inhaler? Um, and, you know, there's people like on the more severe spectrum that have to do oral steroids. Yeah. And, you know, how often do you have to do that? You know, have you ever been hospitalized for your yeah. asthma? And, you know, have you ever had to be on a ventilator to yeah. your asthma? So vastly uh, degree, degrees of severity with asthma. Mm -hmm. And so part of our job is to figure out 
uh, you know, the, the severity degree of your asthma, how many medications you need, you know, daily to uh, control it and, and all of that. So, and, how, yeah. and, and from that, you know, how much does it affect your life? Because right? yeah. some people, you know, they can't exercise, they, they can't do a job or they have to walk up the stairs yeah. because of their asthma. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all important. Yeah, and the goal, the, you know, this is all based on history. It's the same thing too. Um, I, it didn't happen to me, but I talked to another another doctor that said that that one of the guys uh, went for a run before he came, just so that he could show them that he was wheezing. You don't have to do that. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I don't need you. Yeah, you don't. If you <laughs> yeah. if you're That's struggling to breathe during the VA appointment, yeah. there's a good. I mean, you might say you you know you need to go to the doctor. I trust you. Use your yeah. inhaler. You're good. You, uh, and so, but, but, but yeah, asthma is one of those things that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you get it diagnosed, you get it under, well under control, you don't have to come in, you know, having a, having a crisis where you can't breathe, we'll, we'll, you know, we can look at your medical record and we can, we can base things off of that, and so. Yeah, that, that's just, in general, good advice. Don't, don't try to have, pro, like, you know, legitimate <laughs> problems during your VA appointment, you know, it, that's not, that's not, you know, we're not looking for, you know, you're yeah. actively having a heart attack. So that, no, don't do that. Yeah, which is what I always, I always joke around about people when I talk to them about sleep apnea. I'm always like, this is based on your history. I don't actually need to watch you sleep. Like, that's not what we're doing in this interview. Yeah, and, you know, same, yeah. thing, same thing like we talked about with, like, erectile dysfunction. Yes, that's, that's the not, other one. I'm not going to try to prove. I, I wasn't going to mention it, but, yes, that's uh, the other example that I always give, too. Uh, yeah. I will take your word for it. Yeah, and... and I'm only going to take maybe 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. to give you an erection, not, not any longer than that. So. Well, but as, so asthma is one of those things that is very common out there, um, and, and it does need to be, uh, you know, properly treated and stuff like that, uh, but we see it a lot. We see it all the time. The VA will normally get a chest x-ray and a PFT, and we talk about your history and, and help you on out. Uh, and yeah, the, the big one too is, you know, don't use other people's medication, you know, have a document, get an inhaler. Um, it'd be, it, number one, so you have a document. Number two, so you actually get control because over time it can do you know permanent serious damage. So yeah, and that's asthma. Um, it's uh, very common, and uh, we enjoy talking about it. So if uh, you know if you could help us on out and get this, uh, you know, share this with your friends, like the uh, like and subscribe uh, on YouTube. Try to get it out to as many people as you can so they can all know about the disability doctors. Hopefully, we can help out more veterans. Yeah. If you have any questions on any of these topics, you know, please feel free to uh, comment or send us an email so we can ask, answer your specific question too. Yeah. Thanks for coming Thanks. with us and talking about asthma.